Have you done this before? Where you open a browser, you Google common interview questions, and you make a list of all the common interview questions, and then you write a script for every single one. Memorize your script. Try to make it perfect. Try to make it sound professional. Try to make it sound top level. And then you memorize it, memorize it, memorize it. The problem with that approach is that now you're in the interview, and you're, it's really difficult to stay present because the focus now is on remembering what you wrote. I'm Dr. Grace Lee, and you're listening to the Career Revisionist Podcast for executives, team leaders, people managers, and ambitious professionals from all backgrounds. It's for those among us who can't stay stagnant and admire anyone who demonstrates exponential growth. We challenge ourselves to step out of our comfort zone and into higher levels of leadership, and we are determined to rise confidently in our industry so that we can make our greatest contribution using our knowledge and expertise. We've worked hard to become great at what we do, but only so we can achieve the goals that give our lives meaning and purpose. And while we persevere through a college education to get us here with our technical skills, we understand that to get to the next level where we desire to be, it requires a different kind of skills. We're not comfortable with failure because we experience satisfaction when we are advancing. And while some of us work well under pressure, all of us perform the best when we are part of a winning team. And instead of just hoping to achieve what's important to us, we choose to become a more optimized version of ourselves to make it happen. We're not just A players. We are A plus players, and we are the source of consistent output that makes positive advancements in the world around us. Welcome to Whistler. I'm on top of Whistler Mountain talking to you today. Thought I would make things interesting, taking you along with my hike as well. Comment below. How many of you like hiking, mountain hiking? Comment below. I want to hear from you. So let's go. It's a beautiful day outside. Are you currently preparing for a job interview for an executive position? You're a little bit nervous. Well, here's what here's the thing. When it comes to preparing for executive level jobs, it, it requires a completely different modality of operating. And it requires a t- different mindset. It requires a different strategy for preparing. Because let's face it, executive jobs are not the same as general workers, not general jobs out there. It requires a completely different vernacular. And so what, what I'm going to share with you in this video is are some five key strategies on how you can prepare effectively for your executive role. And I'm going to share them in terms of what are the five biggest mistakes that I see executives make. And then after sharing each mistake, I'm going to share what to do instead. So come for a walk with me in this very unique place and let's go. The first biggest mistake is Googling common interview questions and scripting out their answers, right? How many of you are guilty of this? I want to hear from you. Comment below, or if you care to, comment below. Have you done this before? Where you open a browser, you Google common interview questions, and you make a list of all the common interview questions, and then you write a script for every single one. Memorize your script. Try to make it perfect. Try to make it sound professional. Try to make it sound top level. And then you memorize it, memorize it, memorize it. The problem with that approach is that now you're in the interview, and you're, it's really difficult to stay present because the focus now is on remembering what you wrote and what you wrote as you had time to delete it edit it and so on sounds perfect and you want to sound that way for the job interview and then you show up and then it's really curious and really afraid that you're going to forget what you've written down and then the interviewer asks questions that don't even relate at all to the interview questions that were commonly found on google and so instead right instead of putting yourself in a situation where memorization and needing to be panicking if you don't remember what you've scripted, instead of putting yourself in that situation, think about what 
What is the reason why you want to take this this executive job position? What is the reason why you want to go and work for this company? What are the, your real reasons? Because when it comes to preparing for executive job interviews, there are no common interview questions. That may be the case for a more junior level position, and that you might be able to be successful at googling common interview questions there. But at the executive level, there are no common interview questions. You would be much better served at speaking from the truth of why you want to work for this company. And the truth of why the true problems that you're going to solve, why they're inspiring to you, and being prepared for being able to answer questions impromptu, because the whole reason why they need to speak with you and meet with you is because they're trying to determine the right fit. At the executive level, what is more important are going to be your ability to communicate, influence, persuade, how you can have diplomacy over your over your over your team members as well, and in the leadership role, because you're going to be representing the company in many ways. So instead of spending time preparing for common interview questions, this requires a completely different mindset. So with that, let's move on to the second biggest problem. The second biggest mistake that executives make when applying for these roles is focusing and talking about proficiency in their technical skills. At the executive level positions, your technical skills matter much less. What matters more is your ability to communicate, persuade, influence, and have an exude diplomacy. That matters much more than your technical proficiencies. So, it would do you a lot better if you were to prepare for these interviews in a completely different way. Don't focus on the technical proficiencies; they're already on your resume, and they already assume that you have the technical proficiencies if you got to where you got to so far. And that's not what you're being hired for primarily. So instead, what you can do is focusing focus instead on how you're going to represent the company within the context of the function that you're applying for. Now, in, during the job interview, you might not be exa- asked exactly how do you plan to represent us. You may not be exa- asked that exact question, but it's important that you prepare because this is going to be your framework on what you're going to, how you're going to lead, what strategic direction that you're going to have, and how are you going to represent if you are going to be traveling. Being at conferences, if you're going to be in the day-to-day as well, how are you going to represent? So this is important that you prepare that way, so that you can focus and show up as a leader in the job interview. Big mistake number three. Paraphrasing their accomplishments from their resume. When it comes to the paraphrasing, this is where we get into the habit of this is what I did. I accomplished this, and then I achieved that, and as a result of that, here's what happened for the company, and then I achieved this, and here's why that was important. So that's the paraphrasing that I see a lot happening, and this is a mistake because when it comes to executive job levels, it requires a completely different mindset, as I re- as I mentioned earlier. And when you're paraphrasing your achievements, it actually ends up creating a bigger objection in the interview. Viewer's mind. Here's what I mean by that. Let's say you were to share your achievements, what you've accomplished for your previous company or your current one that you're working for, but you're applying for an executive position in a different company. Then, if the interviewer were to hear all of the things you've done for that company, the objection that is immediately created is, "Well, that's great. It must have worked for that company, but we're different." It might have worked at back then, but these are different times. Or that's great; it worked for them, but I don't know if it's going to work for us because we have different resources, or we are serving a different marketplace, and so on, etc., etc., etc. So it ends up creating objections if you only focus on paraphrasing your achievements in your resume. So instead, 
what I encourage you to share is to share the thought process behind those achievements. So here's what I mean by that. You've been applying principles, the principles that got to where you were successful currently in your career path. And instead of sharing your paraphrasing and sharing your achievements, share the principles that you've been applying that reveals your thought process along the way. And in this way, you sound very unique. You're going to sound like you have an understanding of why you were successful. And therefore, when you are able to articulate those principles, principles work no matter where you apply them. Principles, that's the whole essence of principles. Principles are going to work if you apply them even across disciplines. If you apply them across domains and across functions, principles are going to work for you if you understand the principle and you're applying the principles. So now you know the steps on how to master the executive job interview process so far. We've only covered three. There's two more to go, but I've told you what to do. But if you're still thinking about this and you're like, okay, I know what to do, but I still don't know how to do it. I get it. And maybe you're the kind of person who's listening to this and it makes sense to you, but you want to know how. If that's you, then I invite you to work with me. Below this video in the link, the description is an application for my executive coaching program. And this is where on a weekly basis, I'm going to give you the process on how do you extrapolate those principles? How do you articulate them? Position yourself in a leader as a leader in your industry, especially when it comes to transitioning to a new company or a new executive position. How do you position yourself that way? And at the same time, how do you ensure that you are able to handle their objections, whether or not you know that they're, what their objections are, or you're not sure? How do you manage? through those as well. So this is an effect in creating an effective communication and articulation process. And if this is something you're serious about developing, then click the link below and I look forward to working with you on the inside. Biggest mistake number four is asking what it takes to succeed in this role. Now, I get it. This is very common interview advice when it comes to at the end of the interview, the job interview asks you, do you have any questions for us? The common advice is ask them, what does it take to succeed? Ask them, what are, my, what are your expectations for this role? Ask them those questions. Now, that may be appropriate for a more junior level position to ask what does it take to succeed? What are the expectations or questions on that level? It may be okay to ask for a more junior level. But if you were to ask that question applying for an executive role, then it will create objections in your interviewer's mind. And the reason why there's gonna be objections created when you ask questions like that is because they're gonna wonder why you don't know that already. At the executive level, they're going to assume you already know what it takes to succeed. They're going to assume you already know what, it, what the expectations are. They are going to assume you already know because you're the one who is applying for an executive position and they're expecting you to lead. A question like that does not exude leadership. It exudes more needing, requiring more handholding, more definition of the role. And that is what they're looking for, someone who knows what the role is and knows how to hit the ground running. So instead of asking questions like that, ask questions that truly demonstrate your wisdom. So here's what I mean by that. If you are able to learn how to ask questions that demonstrate that only somebody of your particular wisdom can ask such a question, only someone who knows what you do, has that depth of wisdom that you do, can ask that type of question, then that's the question that you ask. Biggest mistake number five is giving the play-by-play -play when answering questions. 
When it comes to answering any type of question, it could be a behavioral question, it could be a competency-based question, it could be a future-based question, it doesn't matter. What I hear, what I see a lot of executives doing is giving them the play-by-play, which means the play-by-play, here's what I did first, and then I did this next, and then there's what happened, so therefore I did this. So that's what I mean by play-by-play. Think about the sports recaps the way that they recap the, the game. They, they say what happened exactly and they give their recollection. That's the play-by-play. And that's one of the biggest mistakes that I see happening. Now, this may be okay if you're interviewing for a more junior position to give the play-by-play because they want to know what you did. But th- at the executive position, it is not the right way to really make a good and solid first leadership impression. So instead of giving them a play-by-play, whatever type of question they ask, instead of doing a play-by-play, it would be more wise to share your proprietary framework that reveals a unique way in which you are operating. Because let's face it, at the executive position, you're going to be operating at higher levels than you have before. Levels that challenge you outside your, your, your technical frame set, the frame of mind that you're used to things that challenge your way of operating. And so if you are able to reveal your frameworks, that's going to be your proprietary method, then they're really going to understand from that, that exactly how you lead and how you fit into the leadership.